We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to the voice of Christian Liberty and Homeschools.org, the radio ministry emanating from our beautiful 12-acre campus and historic 200,000-square-foot building in the heart of Arlington Heights. For over 54 years, this ministry has continued to build upon the historical riches of God's wisdom and knowledge and the labors of hundreds of faithful servants. If you are looking for a God-honoring school, consider Christian Liberty Academy. Students attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from all over Chicagoland. We are minutes from the Metra train line. And parents, if you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve thousands of families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. You are about to hear from the depths and archives of this historically rich and yet culturally relevant institution as we seek to inspire and encourage you in your walk of faith. Get ready to hear your host, speaker, teacher, and author, Audrey Marie Hessler. Welcome, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty, and I'm here at our campus in Arlington Heights, Illinois, where we welcome you to visit us. Uh, We're a homeschool, a day school a church. We have Christian Liberty Press, in which we have many books that might interest you if you're a homeschooling parent, or just personally, look us up at christianliberty.com. And also look up our podcast. I've been doing a series with the head of our art department. His name is Mr. Dave Berquist. You can find many of the uh, beginnings of this series in which we talk about the arts, Christians, and the culture. And it, part of the purpose of this is to keep us as Christians dialoguing about the arts and to encourage Christians to stay in the arts because we see the arts as a way God has created us to express who he is, but also who we are. So Dave Berkowitz, I'm so glad you're back here again. Thank you. I love talking about this. Yeah, we both get excited about this. And, you know, I often say at probably almost every broadcast, the first thing we learn about our, our Lord and our God, our Savior, is God created. Yeah. And Amen. so we are made in his image. We are creators. We are going to create friends. Mm-hmm. We are going to create. It is then what we reflect through that creation. Yep. Dave, you've prayed before to start these broadcasts. Would you pray again for sure. us? Sure. Sure. Father in heaven, be with us once again. Please be with us, Father. Our thoughts, that they would be captive to you, that what we say, our conversation would be honorable to you, and it would be uplifting, even though that we are talking about a culture uh, that that uh, is decadent, that appears to have a, uh, a uh, much of our culture appears to have a dislike, even a hatred for for the triune God. Uh, but we are, as Christians, we are called to be still a part of the this culture, to be a part of this conversation, Father. We are we are called to pay attention to what's going on in front of us, even though it may be difficult to look at. But I pray, Father, that you would give us eyes to see and ears to hear, that we, you would give us understanding through the foundation, through the foundation for beauty, truth, and reality that is your word, 
the scriptures in your son's name. Please, please be with us in your son's name. Amen. Yes, friends, and uh, amen, Dave. And that our goal here is to open eyes and have ears to hear. And I was thinking, Dave, how the Lord says, go into all the world and preach the gospel yeah, to exactly. every, every creature. And, you know, we don't shy from going into countries where there is paganism. Yeah, that's actually a great point. And we don't shy going into countries where we don't follow any of their uh, cultural standards. Yeah. But we go there, and we yes. go into those countries. So, mm-hmm. um, And we learn about those countries ahead of time. That's right, mm-hmm. and that's what we're doing now. We're, yep. we're, we're seeing where the culture is going through the arts, and we're saying, go into that world, yep. but as who you are. And of course, for you, Dave, it's a calling. It right. isn't a calling necessarily for everyone, mm-hmm. but we are still part of this culture, and to be aware and to have the dialogue right. is 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 partly what one of the people we've talked about a lot, Francis yeah. Schaefer. Sure, Dr. Francis He Schaefer. actually just opened up his home and said, let's mm. come in and talk. Yeah, yeah. And unless we do talk. Martin Luther did the same thing. Right. Yeah. We must talk with people. So, Dave, speaking yeah. of talking, let's mm. talk about what are some of the definitions we need to know when we're talking well, about yeah, this. Yeah, well, so we've been talking about relativism. Yes. And the idea within relativism that the the irrational, the profane, the mundane, even terrible criminal acts that I've referenced before uh, in the name of art, terrible, terrible criminal acts such as, well, vandalism, among many other things, uh, can done in the name of art, as a work of art, these so-called works of art could be equal to that of the great artists of the past that we would all recognize. Rembrandt, uh, Shakespeare, Dante, Vivaldi, um, Michelangelo, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, all of these great artists of the past that we recognize, who, who over time uh, developed their craft, developed their abu- abilities and their uh, um, uh, abilities. They've, over time, perfected their work. But within the mindset of relativism, these irrational acts and even criminal acts could be equal to, the, to, the, to their work. To the greater sort of the past. Okay, so we unquestionably so, see that in our culture. Right, right. We see uh, trying to make something that doesn't have the same, and maybe their statement, but doesn't right. have the equal right. talent behind it, work behind it, yeah. thought behind it, right. as right. equal to anything else. And, you know, partly yeah. how we got started with this mm-hmm. was uh, the banana tape. Oh, sure, sure. To the wall. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And it's so obviously, it doesn't take much to duct tape a banana to the wall, but I will say, I'll still defend Maurizio Catalan's uh, comedian. That's what the work was called. I'll def- still defend it as a work of art. Because of, of what arts- definition? What What's is your it? definition then for art? Well, that, that, oh yeah, good point. Uh, that, that art or the arts, and again, we're talking about all aspects of the arts, uh, you know, drawing, painting, sculpture, uh, writing, poetry, theater, television, et cetera, et cetera, all those things that we talked about in the past, that the arts, are a reflection of the heart and mind of the individual artist or artists that created the work. And uh, the culture, it's a reflection of the heart and mind of the culture as well. And so the arts can tell us, arts do tell us, where where the heart and mind of a culture has been, where the heart and mind of a culture is here and now, and that's why we were talking about the relativism. But the arts also reveal for us or illustrate for us, illustrate for us where a heart, the heart and mind of a culture desires to go next. And so, yes, I am suggesting that the arts can be prophetic. 
Yes. And Dr. Francis Schaefer, and I, I, and I got that directly from uh, Dr. Francis Schaefer. So, but we're not denying, we're not denying that much of the art that we see today is even pleasant to look at, or even if it's irrational, like Maurizio Catalan's duct tape banana. That many of these artists who are doing these so-called uh, Catalan was con- would be considered a conceptual artist. So uh, 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 Dr. Francis Schaeffer would say that many times, many of these conceptual works of art are less a work of art and more a philosophical statement, but they are still a work of art. They still are a reflection of the heart and mind of the culture. So we might say that art is what we create and that we use creatively to create a dialogue. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I would agree. Conversation. Yes, it's put to be part of the it, conversation. It's the culture's conversation right. in a creative aspect and, and right. involving all the creative aspects. Right. And so one of the things we're encouraging friends, as much as this may or may not interest you, obviously the two of us, both Mr. Dave Burke was the head of our art department and myself as a person who's been in ministry for many years, I also have an art degree. And so the arts interest me in terms of how is the conversation going right. and how do we get into the conversation? Mm-hmm. And so um, what we're saying here is that this is how our society is having yes. a conversation with us. Yeah. So let's talk from our point of view. Yeah. And one of the things Francis Schaeffer says is that when a Christian artist, oh, that's a term you don't like. Yeah. Well, I hesitate to use it. Okay, tell the, yes. tell people why. Well, it's the, I just I I hesitate using the word Christian as an adjective as an adjective as a describer of something because uh, and and this would fall within the dialogue about relativism is because it implies something that may not be true. If you if you have a Christian, you know, you have if if you're creating Christian art, Christian music, Christian poetry, it implies using the word Christian, it implies a goodness that may not be true. It may be not Christian. It may be very anti-Christian. Uh uh you may sorry, you may not know what you're talking about. And yet you've labeled it Christian art. And so, among other things, since you're using the word Christian, you're in danger of taking the Lord's name in vain. Oh, that's interesting. You're well, in danger of that. Well, here we are encouraging Christians, friends. We encourage Christians. Be part of the arts. Yes. And then, but do great art. Do great art. Educated art. Ah. Educated art. Do great art because you're a Christian. But don't create Christian Art. That's why I just so, but I, I also understand that that we we need to use the word Christian art sometimes as as a as a reference. You know, many times right. it's church art and and things like that. So so down through history, I have books at home labeled Christian art, but many times it has to do with the the history of art within the church or within the Christian dialogue. And it goes back to uh, in another one of our, and by the way, friends, this yeah. is a series I'm doing with Mr. Dave Berquist, who's yeah. the head of our Live Pro-Life at Christian Liberty Academy, the head of our art department, mm-hmm. and a prolific artist himself who uh, ventures into the art world to keep the dialogue going, but also because you believe you are called by God. Yeah. And friends, we do yeah. have callings. If, if you yeah. have children who have a calling in this area, we want you to encourage them. If yeah. you have a calling in this area, or if you just go to visit the art shows or involve yourself in theater or whatever area it is, yeah. one of the things is we want to say is Christians, let's stay involved. Dave, we're about to go yeah. to break, but, um, wrap that up a little bit about relativism. Well, uh, well I'd just like to say participate okay. in the arts just because, like we've said before, it's fuel for your soul, glorifies God, 
And you, as a creative person, whatever your gift is, poetry, music, do it because it is fuel for your soul. Yeah, it feeds us. And yes, God intended us. us to be fed by yes. it. Yes. And yet it can feed different parts of us. Our mm-hmm. desire for beauty can be fed through it, but yeah. our desire for understanding truth mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. expressing truth. And, yeah. of course, that's what you encru- encourage yeah. Christians oh, yeah. who are involved with the arts, that at the basic behind what you are doing, it's not random, it's truthful. Yeah. You know what your worldview is. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a trend. But Friends? do it because it feeds your soul. Amen. We're going to break. We'll be right back. We're talking about arts, Christian, and the culture. Hello, I'm Pastor Calvin Lindstrom. Christian education is expensive. And here at Christian Liberty Academy, we want to find a way to help families get their children out of the public school system. If God has blessed you financially, would you please consider meeting with me and my team and become a supporter of Operation Exodus to help families get their children out of the public school system? I'm looking for help from the Christian business community and other Christians with the heart and resources to help pave the way for Christian families to give their children a quality, Christ-centered education. Here at Christian Liberty, we take no government money and we never will. Our staff work here because they want to make a difference in their students' lives. They don't work here for high pay and the promise of a big pension. We need your help to win the battle for the minds of children. Visit ChristianLiberty.com to participate financially in this exodus or to meet with me. Call 847-262-6761. That's 847-262-6761. Welcome back, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty. And we've been having a conversation here about the arts, all of the aspects of the arts, mm-hmm. the Christian and our culture. And of course, we know that the culture is antithesis, usually, not always, mm-hmm. uh, to what we as Christians believe. But we also, as we shared in the first half of this broadcast, we know that Christ has said to go into all the world. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, we don't say, well, I'm not going to that part of the Middle East or I'm not going to Africa because they don't follow how we think. No, mm-hmm. we go there and we share what we think and we share the truth. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, I'm glad do you the are. Same within the arts. Yeah, you're one of those people who said, okay, I'm called to go into this part of the world as a Christian. Mm-hmm. And we know others are called too. So we're keeping them encouraged. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a person who feels, well, I'm not called into that, you still can be part of the conversation, which right. is what we're doing here today. Yeah. And we are talking about relativism and we're not. We don't mean your aunt and your uncle, those relatives. Right. No, no. <laughs> we mean we mean the term in which relativism, let's go with that definition. Yes. Let's start well, there. That, that the idea that the profane, the mundane, even the criminal acts done in the name of art, okay. as absurd as they can be, uh, they are relative to or equal to that of the great artists of the past who who over time had to work to, to uh, uh, improve their craft and ability. So that's what we mean by relativism, and it's it's the, a flow of thought that uh, we see reflected in our arts. It reflects the heart and mind of the culture, that the culture is relative also in its view of itself, and it, uh, the culture is relative in its view of God, uh, truth, beauty, reality, all of those things that it's... it's so let's um, go back to some of the definitions then that we've mentioned. Yeah. Okay, yeah, actually, actually great point. Um we in in the past we've talked about uh, several of these artists. Well, Andy Warhol, obviously, 
And friends, Andy Warhol is famous for uh, painting the Campbell's soup can. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Among well, many other things, but he's probably yeah, he's probably. I think most that's one well known for way that Campbell's people are, cans, might be familiar with him. Yeah, of course, the Marilyn yeah. Monroe portraits too. The Marilyn Monroe, yeah, uh, portraits. And, yeah, and they were, and Andy Warhol was just at the Art Institute of Chicago uh, just a few weeks ago. That's uh, true. He did an exhibit and, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So uh, and I and one of or your there fam- was an exhibit. He didn't personally do it yep. anymore. <laughs> and I I'm almost positive Giotto's there now at oh. the Art Institute. One, one of my of favorite yes. artists. Yes, I absolutely yep. love Giotto. Yep. And so so here we are. The, we're both people who have a love of the arts. Yep. We're both Christians. We mm-hmm. both want to bring our Christian worldview yep. to the arts yep. and keep people dialoguing about it. So keep right. going, so, Dave. Definitions. So some of the definitions. So Marcel Duchamp is is he's uh, probably. The most, arguably, arguably, the most influential artist of the uh, 20th century. You don't and think I, Picasso? I, huh? Not Picasso? No. I mean, obviously, Picasso would be one of the top ones also. But Marcel Duchamp, uh, really, his, his uh, work called The Fountain, which is essentially a urinal turned on its side. Uh, and there you go with relativism. Yes. Turned on its, exactly. Turned on its side and, and, and renamed Fountain, and he signed it Armut, 1917. It was it was in the New York Armory Show. But uh, but Mar- Marcel Duchamp is arguably arguably the the most influential artist of the 20th century, if not at least one of the most influential artists of the 20th century. And Marcel Duchamp, he would say that the artist of the future will be the person who points his finger at something and says it's art, and it becomes art. Wow. Uh, yes, exactly. And but uh, and then we have you know we've we've talked about Andy Warhol in the past. Andy Warhol, he seems to be reflecting the words of the, the Marsha McLuhan, which I absolutely love. Marsha McLuhan's uh, work and uh, I'm absolutely wonderful. But Andy Warhol says art is anything you can get away with. Uh, and then since we were talking about all aspects of the art, we should consider Allen Ginsberg. Allen Ginsberg. Well, you're a poet yourself. Uh, Allen Ginsberg is also said to be one of the most influential artists of the 20th century in his controversial po- uh, poem called Howl uh, and Footnote to Howl. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that most people consider it really just one long poem, but he would say in that poem. Now, mind you, if you're going to look up this poem and read it, I'm just giving you a warning. Uh, it's 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 disturbing to read, but I I will maintain that uh, Ginsburg does make some fascinating points in this poem, but in in the poem Howell, uh, he states that everything is holy. Now, if everything is holy, this going into relativism, if everything is holy, then the opposite might also be suggested, and then perhaps nothing is holy. Then obviously there is no sin if everything is holy. There is no right and wrong because everything is holy. So I'm thinking of the scripture we talked about in another uh, one of the broadcasts in which it said they have eyes that no longer see, they have ears that no longer hear. And, of course, we pray that your eyes would be open and your ears would hear, that though our culture is saying these things, making everything relative, Mm -hmm. the reason for Christians to stay in the dialogue Mm -hmm. is that we know not everything is holy, not everything is good, but Mm -hmm. we can present truth by staying in the dialogue. Right, exactly, exactly. So go ahead, so, um, definitions uh, here. So Allen Ginsberg, you know, he was, he was well-known as one of the beat poets. He's very popular, uh, um, very influential in this culture. But, uh, 
but writer and uh, 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 godfather of punk, actually, and he was also one of the considered one of the beat writers. William Burroughs. William Burroughs has had a huge impact on this culture in his writings, and a lot of his writings is also it's pretty disturbing. It's some of it's hard to to read, but but William Burroughs. Um, uh, actually, William Burroughs did a uh, an album with Kurt Cobain. He, William Burroughs said of Kurt Cobain, "There's uh, he, he he said something along the lines of there's something wrong with that boy. He smiles for no he he, he smiles he frowns for no reason." Oh. <laughs> so he said that about. But anyway, William Burroughs would say that we need to exterminate or or destroy all rational thought. Now he's now mind you this is important now he's one of the men responsible one of the men responsible for helping to promote the idea or the or the or the phrase nothing is true everything is permitted now I don't that's where our culture's gone though yes it, yeah but we see this illustrated in the culture in in particular video games you, the the, the phrase oh, nothing right. is true everything is permitted is actually a sort of battle cry in one of our, our very popular video games called Assassin's Creed the history of that phrase is actually pretty uh, uh interesting the 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 history of assassins is actually kind of the assassins is actually kind of interesting as well but anyway and i'm reading here the, that you have these words uh it is forbidden to forbid which yes. is an oxymoron. Yeah. Because yeah. if it's forbidden to forbid, yeah. you just well, you yeah. just said it's forbidden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that and but that phrase, nothing is true, everything is permitted, appears to be echoed in those words. And ironically, um uh those words uh, it is forbidden to forbid and no gods and no masters. We see those words spray painted on walls, uh and even displayed on banners. Uh you know, we you and I have watched uh, news footage of uh, of uh, anarchy type groups like the Occupy, where they would have some of these phrases, right? Uh, Which is on their so current. And stuff. Yeah. It's happening right now. Yeah. These these groups that are following this and living it out on the streets. Now, also, no gods, no masters. No gods, no masters. Remember this. Those words were on the front page of Margaret Zanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, uh, one of the women who sadly is responsible for for uh, promoting abortion in America. She said, no gods and no masters. That phrase is on the front page of her, I believe it was a 1914 newsletter. It was 1914 newsletter, uh, the woman rebel newspaper. Okay, Dave. So, uh, Stop there. Okay. I want you to repeat that to our listeners. What? The woman who started Planned Parenthood, yes. Margaret Sanger, yeah. wrote what on the front page? No gods and no masters on the front page of her newsletter called The Woman Rebel, 1914. And, 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 and I would love to talk about this. I would love to talk about this. Fascinating reading. Fascinating reading. And I would seriously love to discuss this. Cross-reference Margaret Sanger, especially what was going on in 1912, 1913, 1914, uh, 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 through into the 1920s. What was going on in New York City at the time? Cross-reference Margaret Sanger. And I'm serious, if you're listening out there, cross-reference Margaret Zanger with Mabel Dodge and Marcel Duchamp, Modern Art in America, and the 1913 Armory Show. If you look up those names, research some of those books, it is fascinating. The people that these, the people that were associated, Mabel Dodge had these salons 
in her in her uh, large apartment in New York City. Oh, we have to stop. Oh my goodness, we're almost out of time. But Dave, you just brought up one of the most yeah. profound points yeah. of what we've been talking about. Okay. Art, Christians, and the culture. Yeah. And you're saying let's go back a hundred years. Yes. And let's look at the artists. Yes. And the artists who yeah. are flowing against the will of God yeah. are people who will actually start. The abortion movement, as yes, we know, they played a part in it, and sex education in the United States, which paves the way for what we're having this transgender, what do you want to call it, disaster mess that we have on our hands now. It's it it's a, a large portion of it, a very important portion of it. Disturbing, yes, because of the content of you know what's going on, but it's fascinating what happens in one woman's apartment, Mabel Dodge's apartment in New York City. And it brings about what we're experiencing today. (coughs) Friends, this is Mr. Dave Berquist. I'm the voice of Christian Liberty. Friends, we need to, as Christians, stay in the conversation. Christians, art, and the culture. Yes. You have just heard from the voice of Christian Liberty and homeschools.org, the radio ministry emanating from our beautiful 12-acre campus and historic 200,000-square-foot building in the heart of Arlington Heights. For over 54 years, this ministry has continued to build upon the historical riches of God's wisdom and knowledge and the labors of hundreds of faithful servants. If you are looking for a God-honoring school, consider Christian Liberty Academy. Students preschool through 12th grade attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from a 20-mile radius. We are minutes from the Metra train line. And parents, if you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve thousands of families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. We partner with parents to raise strong, respectful, compassionate, Christ-fearing, outstanding young men and women of character and purpose. Visit ChristianLiberty.com to find out more about Christian Liberty Academy and our excellent academic, athletic, and arts programs, our full-service homeschool program class that includes testing, report cards, transcripts, and more, plus the many books and resources produced by Christian Liberty Press and other excellent publishers. And visit us on Sunday for a morning Bible study and worship service that starts at 10 a.m. Visit ChristianLiberty.com or call 847-385-2012.